0: This is Witchcraft Off the Beaten Path. I'm Molly Dyer. I'm pretty sure at the time that I published this podcast, we are still firmly in the grips of social distancing, voluntary isolation, and quarantines. I hope we've made some headway in the fight against COVID-19, so here's hoping. And if not, then let's just say, just not yet, and keep that hope. My topic today is the Temple of Witchcraft, and my guest... You might know her as Dark Elf. She is Virginia Ann Virial. She's a high priestess, ordained minister and teacher with the Temple of Witchcraft, and also the co-founder of the Temple of Witchcraft, Texas. She's an 11th degree Rosicrucian. She's been practicing witchcraft all of her life in one form or another. She's now a teacher at the Temple of Witchcraft, teaching the curriculum from Christopher Penzack's Temple Tradition. She's from Houston, Texas, and currently lives in Porter, Texas, where she holds her classes and Sabbaths for the Temple of Witchcraft, Texas. They celebrate the Wheel of the Year. She's a Scorpio and was born in 1961. Samhain and the Feast of Hecate are her two favorite holy days, and she talks to dead people and helps guide people across the uh, the bridge. First of all, Welcome, Virginia Ann. I'm so glad to talk to you. I haven't talked to you in probably three or four years, I think. So glad to have you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. I want you to tell me what's involved, first of all. We didn't we didn't uh, talk about this question, but I don't think it'll be too big of a deal. What's involved with being Rosicrucian, and how does one achieve 11 degrees of that?
1: Um. Well, now it's not as hard as it used to be to get into, um, the Rosicrucians before you had like the masons, you had to know somebody to, to, uh, be chosen to study with them. Uh, it was also most, most of the, the the time, uh, like about, oh, I, I, I'd say about 20 years ago, um. you would find uh, their page on like the Enquirer, but once you inquired about them, it was a lot harder to get them to accept you. Oh. Uh, now, now it's easier. You you just go on the uh, the their website and uh, uh, you study online with them. But it's taken me twenty years to get to. Um, the 11th degree.
0: So tell me about Elvin keep. I'm very familiar with Elvin keep, but I want everyone else to know about Elvin keep. When did you, when was it founded and what do you make and sell? Where do you sell these things?
1: Okay. Elvin keep was, um, it was a partnership. It started out as a partnership with my partner, Lori Larson, um, we were looking for, we actually uh, make oil, uh, incense and uh, we sell oils and our incense. And um, along with a lot of uh, like sarongs and um, stones and uh, just a lot, uh, lot of pagan things. Christopher Penzak books. Maybe 2008 when we started Elven Keep. Uh, we had a booth at in Middle Fair. It's a Renaissance Festival in Hillsboro, Texas, uh, for a while. And basically, I uh, now it's it's just mine. There, we're no longer a partnership. But um, I basically uh, sell my oils and incense at CMA Council of Magical Arts. At Beltane and at Zawin. That's where I met you. And
0: that's where I fell in love with uh, all of your incenses and oils. And I have to say also, that's where I bought my favorite crystal that I have ever had. And it is a uh, Tibetan Smoky Quartz that has carbon and water trapped in it.
1: We just, uh, a couple weeks ago, we were vendors at um, the first uh, Witch Fest in Austin. Yeah, it was an awesome event. Uh, I totally enjoyed it.
0: For somebody that's interested in the Temple of Witchcraft, what could somebody expect to happen at one of their Sabbath rituals, for example? Or how about an esbat or Full Moon ritual? Okay,
1: right now at the Temple of Witchcraft, Texas, um, our Sabbaths are open to the public. Uh, we we accept uh, anybody to our Sabbaths right we haven't had any uh, dark moons or uh, new moons yet I mean not new moons full moon but uh, we usually do it, it it's just me and uh, my partner Aramid uh, Plant Walker uh, but on our Sabbaths uh, the only thing we ask is that you bring your, your, your own chair and your own drinks and bring a, uh, a potluck dish and uh, a donation of $10 if you have it. If you don't, that's fine too. And you enter in perfect love and perfect trust
0: sounds pretty standard for a for a public ritual thank you very much mm-hmm. and if someone was interested in getting in touch with you about the temple of witchcraft do you have an email address that you can give out or a website address uh yes we we do
1: have a, a temple witchcraft texas website um i guess it's called a website it could be a is it a face it's a facebook page i'm sorry okay so they can um, find
0: you on facebook
1: Yes, you can also uh, get me through my phone number or my uh, Kiara the Dark Elf
0: at MSN.com uh, email. Excellent. And I'll go ahead and uh... I'll post that on this podcast's uh, written information as well if someone's interested in that and didn't catch it just now. So uh, along those lines, are you accepting applicants for candidates? Or how does that happen? How does someone go about applying to become a member and not just uh, a ritual participant for the Temple of Witchcraft, Texas? You have to go to
1: the main website, the temple witchcraft, uh, org and uh look under um the classes which uh to begin with is like uh w1 witchcraft one uh the inner temple of witchcraft and uh there you'll you'll make an application and we will get uh the information off of that application they send it to us and i will get in touch with you the uh W1 uh, witchcraft one uh, classes are um, like every year. Once you st- there's five classes to, for the whole. There's four for the seminary. Witchcraft one through witchcraft four are the se- uh, the mystical school, and then witchcraft five is uh, the seminary. So um, you start with witchcraft uh, one which is the inner temple. It's that little flame that you have that makes you want to learn what magic is. So we start with uh, uh, W1, which is the element of fire.
0: Excellent. And along those same lines as well, what other sort of training curriculum can someone expect in the witchcraft one through maybe five? What would someone learn? okay um,
1: witchcraft one the inner temple is uh, building your foundation what's inside of you what's your foundation witchcraft two is the outer temple which is uh, learning to um, work with the the elements and learning to build an altar okay witchcraft three W3 uh, is a shamanic uh, witchcraft and and that is getting to know your unborn self and uh, distilling your shadow, which is a uh, um, this one. It's it's water. If W one is fire, W two is earth, W three is water. And then once you get to w4 it's high ceremonial uh uh magic and it deals with uh the tree of life and uh the kabbalah you climb the tree uh, of life from malkuth all the way to kither and it's month uh, by month you learn the different uh sephira and what it takes to uh go through them so it, it's a lot of work
0: that sounds like it so does this training have to be done in person or can it be done online
1: uh temple witchcraft texas uh it's all in person we don't do online the only uh a person that does online teaching uh for the temple is christopher Pinsat himself
0: okay now he's in new hampshire and i know <laughs> you you uh, trained under Christopher Penzac. Is that correct? Yes. He
1: he was my teacher the whole five years.
0: All right, Virginia, before we sort of sign this off, is there anything else you'd like to discuss or talk about?
1: Uh, yes. Um, I would like to talk about the importance of uh, the pagan community uh Going into uh, a sacred space or a sacred circle um, in perfect love and perfect trust. When I came into the com- uh, Houston pagan community uh, about 20 years ago, I was introduced by two of my best friends that, uh, to the Houston community. And what we, what would happen any time we went somewhere it was a known fact that it wasn't something that everybody told you you come in in perfect love and perfect trust it was something that was just there and known that you could come into somebody's home and uh See that their personal belongings were on the table, maybe money, whatever, and nobody would touch it. Nobody would go uh, take anything from anywhere. It was just something that was in the pagan community and it was something that was known, maybe because we came into uh, the circle in perfect love and perfect trust where. It was just more open and I'm saying probably about 10 years ago, I started noticing that people no longer come into sacred circles like that. It's either not taught or they're not reading, uh, pagan books where it's, it's, it's stated, you know, in perfect trust and perfect love is the way that you come into um a a circle so that's what at the temple witchcraft texas this is what we try to uh establish that we want people to come in in perfect love and perfect trust
0: well it sounds like you're well on your way to bringing back a time-honored tradition of respect in circle and bringing back perfect love and perfect trust Virginia, thank you so much for joining me today. My guest has been Virginia Ann Villarreal, and you might know her better as Dark Elf if you know her. And this is Witchcraft Off the Beaten Path. I'm Molly Dyer. And take care of yourselves.